This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. What is up, guys? Welcome to The 20 Podcast, brought to you by BeatSource. Make sure you check out BeatSource Link, where you can DJ using streaming tracks from the internet, online or offline. Also, our incredible curated playlists made for DJs by DJs. So dope. Go on there, use our code THE20, and you will get, uh, I think, a free 30 days, maybe a free 60 days. I'm not sure. Tell me what happens when you type that in. But thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host, DJ Spider. That is right. Check out my website, Instagram. It's D-E-E-J-A-Y-S-P-I-D-E-R.com or on Instagram at D-J-S-P-I-D-E-R. Post all my gigs, residencies, funny videos, whatever you want. Send me a DM. I always love to hear from you guys. And make sure you rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you find us, YouTube, and all that. Um, and thank you guys, the Beat Sorcerers, for tuning in week after week. You are great and I got so much love for you. So, on today's show, we have someone that is a friend of the show, someone that has been on here already. This is the part two, but I felt like it was only right to have him on because he was on three years ago to this date, basically, right the first month of the pandemic. So, it's just such a different world we're coming out in. So, I thought it'd be so interesting and cool to hear what he's been doing. Um, So, go back and listen to the part one if you have not before. He tells so many dope stories, you know, about AM and like all these amazing things that you would love. Um, This guy has been doing this a DJ thing uh, since before a lot of you were born and he's still going strong even after the pandemic. He's one of my favorite DJs, one of the most versatile DJs in the game from his amazing DJ skills, unmatched musical knowledge, his focused ability to read a crowd and ability to mix all genres together in a magical way. Like I said, he's one of my faves. We get into some super crazy and interesting stuff on this episode. I'm playing like AI songs. We use chat GPT AI to teach us ways that DJs can get booked outside their city. And honestly, it was pretty on point. We were impressed. So I type in some questions and we read them on the air. It was pretty dope. So uh, without further ado, please welcome to the show, Fashion. We are here we're in the studio, in person, the woo, 20 woo, Podcast, woo. and we've got DJ Fashion. What up? Ba, 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 ba. He's here, that's <laughs> my right. God. <laughs> <laughs> there will be sound effects under that. Sound Dude, my intro last time was fucking hot. Well, you guys, you'll, you'll have a good one on this one. I'll Spider just do was it. like, he's been all around the world. He's shit in golden toilets. <laughs> I was telling the truth, okay? Uh, no, I did give you a good intro last time. And so so for your guys, if you're just hearing this episode and it's your first time <laughs> listening to DJ Fashion on the 20 Podcast, there is a part one from three years ago in April 2020. Almost to the day. Yeah, the beginning of the pandemic, basically one month in. Yeah. Um, we did a Zoom podcast. It was. Um, and I did a great uh, intro for you. It was awesome. Um, and I'll do that again on this show, but with new things. You'll have to listen when you listen to the actual episode. Because um, <laughs> I'm doing the intro after. But yeah, great intro, but it was all true. Um, shitting in the golden toilets and all that. It was awesome. Um, and yeah, no, I got nothing but love for you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for you having know, me back, bro. You've always been one of my favorite DJs. You We've too. Always been great friends. Yeah. And um, 
Spider's know. that guy, like, when I go see Spider, like, my Shazam is out hot oh, that God. night. Like, my Thank phone you. is like, stop. Like, put me on <laughs> put me on ice right now. Thank you. Thank you. No, yeah, well, same with you, man. You, you're just, uh, you know, I think something that I probably could say that to follow up from the uh, the intro from that, that's been since then is, like, you're... I said it then, but even more now, like you're relentless in a good way yeah. with making shit happen, you yeah. know? So we went through a pandemic. I interviewed you three years ago. Yeah. In that interview, I, I listened back and I heard us saying like, oh, it's kind of nice being in the house. I get to yeah. clean the house and stream. And like, we were like really happy actually, because I think we had just spent a month inside from yeah. being on the road nonstop. Fast forward to probably a year after that. And we're like... We're not working. We're freaking out. You oh know, my so God. we've gone through three years of a lot of ups and downs, yeah. as a lot of you out there listening have. Um, but we've also come back and we're back working and seeing you, you know, your calendar will be filled up and you'll be going all over and you're doing old places, new places and all kinds of stuff. And, and even just before the, the, uh, recording, you know, you're emailing someone and booking a gig yeah. that you'd been trying to lock in for, I think you said like three years or yeah. something. I mean, everyone out there should take note of that. You know what I mean? This is someone that you guys look up to as an OG and a vet and someone's been doing this and you probably figure he has it so easy and he snaps his fingers and the gigs, you know, fall in his lap. But ah, if only and, it was that easy. <laughs> we're all, everybody's working and coming out of the pandemic was a crazy, scary time for all of us. Like, yeah. are we even still DJs? What are we doing? Are yeah. people are still around that book us? And so to see, you know, thankfully I'm back working and to see you back working and doing your thing. Yeah. Um, like, yes, we have managers and agents and people that work for us, um, but we, at the end of the day, we have to make this stuff happen. Yeah. And so, um, you know, props to you for, for making that it. happen. And Thank I, you. I think, you know, it's it's just crazy to see, like, three years later. I, I remember I was listening back and hearing us say, like, you know, do you think that music consumption will be different like when we come back out of the pandemic like yeah. we were making all these predictions that <laughs> i don't know if they're true or not now i mean music consumption is different i guess but there's things that are just the same now that we come back i, I don't even know what's different i think one thing i've noticed like getting back into the clubs is i feel like you know it kind of reminds me a little bit of the 2000 kind of like 9 10 era where yeah. we were playing full open format sets where you could True. squeeze in like some rock songs and these all this thing and you know like yeah. you know uh, a lot of sing along stuff like that like and then it kind of like shifted into like uh like uh, EDM and then it shifted back into hip hop like going into the pandemic it was just like everyone just like hip hop hip hop which is which is cool and then uh, now coming out, people are just like, man, we just want to have fun again. Like, play everything. You can, it doesn't matter what you play. I mean, I just played Highlight Room this past Saturday night. Uh, and, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I feel comfortable there because it's right down the street from my house. I know everyone that works there. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like if I'm going to take risks anywhere, it's going to be Highlight Room because right. if, if, if anything, they'll just come over and be like, Maybe just put it back to hip hop, and I'll be like, "All right, cool, no big deal." Exactly. And uh, at the end of the night, like I, you know, I did. I played a few things, and I was just like, "All right, let me do this, let me do this, let me do this." And then at the end of the night, you know, you know, the manager came up to me. He's like, "Dude," he's like, "That was one of the most amazing sets." He's like, "Did you record it?" And I'm like, "I did not." But <laughs> you know, n maybe I know next time. Yeah. I know what I I know what I can get away with now. Yeah. And I will. Maybe I'll record it next time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for everyone out there listening, Highlight Room is one of the you know best high profile clubs in LA it's owned by Tao group and it's on the top of the dream hotel yeah and um so many crazy amazing events and nightclub yeah. nights happen there and uh, it's really dope overlooking the city 
um, and fashion does it on a regular basis, kills it. Um, but that's so good to hear. And, you know, that's what, look, like that's what me and you and some other people are known for and yeah. kind of got our start with. And, you know, we told some of these stories on the other podcast, so you can go back and listen and I won't bore anybody that listened but yeah we both won next on the decks uh mm -hmm. competitions you know consecutive years i won then you won mm -hmm. and uh matt steve aoki's manager just sent me the flyer from mine like from are the you serious thing, from the the magazine layout of it oh yeah. wow pretty dope so i'll show you after yeah i gotta um, see that but it was cool to see i'd never even seen that and um you know but but i think a the way we won that, those contests, um, the, the DJ contest was making mixes that had these curveballs and these left turns yeah. and these unexpected things that still made the mix cohesive and worked uh, musically yeah. and was fun and showed off our DJ skills, but made it stand out yeah. differently than all the other mixes that came out there. And that's something that I don't ever want to forget through my yeah. DJ sets because same thing. I was in Vegas last week. Same kind of thing. I know they want more of like a hip hop vibe, and you know, there's there's very specific uh, guidelines at some of these clubs. Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna throw this in there, and it worked. I did get told, "Hey, can you go back to the hip hop?" <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get told that was the most amazing set. But I did feel good. But at the same time, I don't care. Like, I'd rather get fired for doing something weird and different than get fired for just being the same old thing and not being remembered. You know, you yeah. just drift off into nowhere. Well, you the know? goal is to not sound like everybody else. Yes, totally. You know, like, what's the point? You yeah. may as well just hire the same person. Right, yeah. And at this point, you can do that. Like, we were saying that, too, also, that when we first started touring around, like, they would book us. A lot of times you get booked because you were from L.A., you yeah. know, which was stupid, but true. You know, cause it was like we exactly. were underneath DJ AM. AM was from L.A. He was the coolest guy. And then he would tell them to book us. And we were from L.A., you know, and you yeah. had moved from Arizona and Phoenix to L.A. And so, yeah. like, that was the reason, I guess, you know, to, to book us. Um and then over time, we proved ourselves and our skills and started touring yeah. around. But nowadays, there's incredible DJs. Everybody has Serato. We're all sharing the edits. They all they have all these record pools and everything from yeah. DJ City and you know and um, Beat Source and all that. Like everybody can have the same things. So to stand out is hard. But also the local DJs are incredible. Every single city has these amazing DJs. So it's yeah. even harder. Like when DJs hit me and they go, can you give me some advice? Like, how do I get on the road? How do I tour around? Yeah. How do I get my name out there? And I'm like, it's a new world. Like, honestly, yeah. I was lucky with my timing. A lot of it. There's no way I could even replicate Dude. what happened. Yeah, me and I you have both. legacy relationships as you do yeah. of people that still want to book me. that have been booking me for 10, 15 years. Yeah. So there's no real you know, I have new advice for people. I feel I like, like that. Leg we're legacy DJs. <laughs> in we're in the way, legacy league. Some of our, <laughs> some of our relationships are sort of like those built-in legacy no. things. Where like, how do I get in there? I'm like, I don't know. You know, like I proved myself 15 years ago. Yeah, and a lot of those people also are just like, hey, you know, they have. They've tried some of the newer guys and just like, you know what? Let's just stick with the guys that know what they're doing. Right. Not saying that anyone doesn't know. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, but you almost can't get in there the way we did. It's almost like the people that are touring now, like either have their own part. Party, like, you know, Donovan's yeah. Yard or the do-over yeah. or like those kind of things, you know, or yeah. have a crazy social media following, whether it's a crappy, stupid one or one that's really cool. You know, yeah. there's some DJs that have um, do amazing things. Mine's crappy and stupid. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's all right. But it's you whatever. know what I mean. But like, yeah. um, 
there's different ways I think that yeah. DJs can tour, right? And uh, nowadays, yeah. um, rather than the way it used to be, yeah. you know. So it's just like a whole new thing. And I know that that's something you mentioned on the old thing, but on the old on the last podcast, but we didn't get into it too much. Was that um, DJ AM basically talked you into moving to LA, right? Yes, and you were one of the first DJs on Dexstar, yeah. as was I, and. One of the main reasons that he told you to move to L.A. was, like I said, it was easier to book DJs from L.A. They were like, this DJ is so good. He's from Phoenix. And they'd be like, ah, whatever. Well, they're and, like, how do we sell that, right. though? They're like, how do we sell, this guy's crazy and he's from Phoenix. And they're right. like, Phoenix? like Yeah. Because even, it was funny, even if you were from Vegas, yeah. it wasn't cool. Like, yeah. you had to be from L.A. to DJ in Vegas. Well, because you just Now said, I think you can live in Vegas. Yeah. Well, um, it just everyone has this perception, well, at least back then, everyone yeah. had this perception that L.A. is like celebrities and yeah. you know everyone knew it you know if you're DJing in LA you're DJing for celebrities right. and and you knew people and this and, and that almost bottle service was Which, only in LA New York Vegas and Miami yeah. I guess you know it hadn't yeah. even really spread to too many other yeah cities. it's different and you know what the craziest the craziest thing is and I, I think we might have even touched on this the last time was that the best parties aren't even in LA New York and Miami the best parties are in like the middle of the country or the most fun parties at least in my opinion like what just oh like I just played in Iowa City a couple weeks ago, uh, club. I, I'm a regular there. I've been playing yeah. there also since like two you know AM days. Uh, yeah, the Summit uh, in uh, Iowa City. Right, I think I played there. A couple College Town. Yeah. I it you know Hawkeyes. You know and it yeah. just shout, my wife's from Iowa, so hey. shout out to Iowa. <laughs> but it like it goes, man. It just goes. Yeah. Like you can play like whatever. Right. And it's just amazing. And, you know, another one is, uh, you know, I go to the south and I play in Auburn. You know, it's a lot of these college right. markets, well, you know. That's they in crush Alabama. It. Alabama, yeah. Yeah, college, right? Just, and I've never been to Alabama. It's it's amazing, you know. Uh, and when I play in Alabama, I usually do two nights back-to-back. And um, uh, shout out to my brother, John. He brings me out there, DJ Lee. And uh, I'll do two different two different bars. And same same thing. It's just like the first, the first place that I play, it's a little bit smaller. And then uh, on night two, I usually play the bigger venue. And it just... It's just insane and like Yeah. Same thing. You can play pretty much anything you want. Um kids go crazy, they sing, they know all like old songs. I mean Yeah, I, love I mean that. some of the things, I mean I'm just like, how do you guys even know these records? They're like before your time, <laughs> right. but like, but it is, it just, those are the fun events. You know, I, I like playing parties where people actually have a good time and, you know, yeah. less on your phone and worrying about being seen. Right. Yeah. I think we are all like that now. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, it's the best when you just get to like vibe with the crowd and, or it's like that party they, that, uh, Jeremy does here, uh, I still have yet to go. Electric fields. You gotta go. You I want to so go. I want to play. Definitely has the, you know, just the feeling of, yeah. Fun. People are just coming to have fun and just yeah. go crazy and just lose it. You now, know? An- another city that's like that and another venue that I like playing um, is uh, Rec Room in San Jose. Oh, yeah. Shout and out to Arcade. Yeah, my brother Arcade. I mean, uh, I I met Arcade uh, during the pandemic Me on too. Twitch. On Twitch, yeah. And um, he has an amazing uh, uh, Twitch schedule. He does it a couple nights a week. I think it's like Mondays and Wednesdays, and it's the Wave Cave. And it just he just plays like the coolest, like, if you smoke bud and like you know just crazy thing he has cool visuals and he yeah. just plays these like cool remixes like Kendrick Lamar and SZA and like so just good. all kinds of he's all he's over the so place good at scratching oh he's he's amazing and yeah. I, to be honest with you like that's one thing I wanted to like talk about today was just um you know just some new DJs who have like come across over the last couple of years and like I'm yeah. telling you now like I love it it's it I I don't really co-sign a lot of guys cuz I'm yeah. just like I don't know I just 
I don't really. I don't know. Right. Like I've heard some guys, and just like there's a lot of cool guys out there, like nice guys, but that doesn't mean they're great DJs. Yes, and yes. I don't. I'm not trying to like shit on DJs. Yeah, I'm not. We all know the. Ni- he's but a then nice person, or she's there's a nice guys person, that yeah. like are literally like I'm blown away. Like Arcade is one of those guys that like blows me away. Like yeah. like I think he's like me too. I would always be inspired listening to his DJ set yeah. on Twitch, and I was like, who is this guy? Like if, there, if I could do anything to help him, yeah. I would. And I'm just a fan of him. Yeah. You know? And just to clarify, like I mean. There's so many DJs that do just the exact same thing, and they're good yeah. at it. And they're good at doing the exact same thing, but like, you know, um, when you when you hear a guy that like is doing something totally different, and you're just like, what, yeah. what? And that's to me, that's just you that's, have other other people you were thinking of. Um, who else I heard recently that I was just kind of, I mean, I know a lot of people have really been like going off on like uh, Fred again. Oh, know, yeah. And like things that he's doing, uh, you know, I watch videos. It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, I yeah, was his stuff's dope. Actually, Steve Wonder sent me this uh, uh, track by that group Bicep, uh-huh. and uh, from like it's like five years ago, and it kind of sounded like very Fred again. Yeah, you know, I know he's been around for a minute, but I wonder if he's like super influenced by yeah. that. I don't know. I mean, what do you think of the Coachella set? Uh, it was dope. I mean, I think it was a DJ set. It, you know, it wasn't him. I mean, it wasn't like what I've seen him do. Yeah. Like, in or just other. as a whole, what did you think of it? What, Coachella? Well, no. I mean, uh, you know. Well, uh, the Skrillex. Uh, y- yeah, Fortet. Fortet yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, I thought, I thought it was, it was really dope. Cool, you know. But I was like, kind of like, re- I was like watching Twitter as I was watching it. Like, okay. I had like one screen on Twitter and I had one screen on uh, YouTube watching it live from right. my bedroom. Uh, of course, I was watching it after I watched Barry. Thank you. Best show on television. Anyway, shout to Barry. I just I just DJed the <laughs> I season saw, four. I saw. I, I was didn't so know. pissed. I actually would have invited you. I'm sorry. I would have been there. I literally live like two miles oh from God, the it cemetery. Was so dope. Yeah, I was DJing in a cemetery. I'm DJing in front of Johnny Ramone's grave. Like, oh my God. I, I'm not. It's not even two miles. I'm a mile from there, homie. God. I was like, and they no. were all there. Noho Hank. I had oh, Noho Hank is the, the is, end. Oh, the best. And, uh, you know, Bill Hader came out and gave a speech. He was like imitating Henry Winkler. Oh my god! Like, and saying how Henry Winkler just cares about the pastries the whole time. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like, it was just, it was really we'll, cool to be a part of. We'll, we'll have to discuss yeah, that I'll off the off the chat. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I was watching the set. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was really dope. But the thing that really kind of made me cringe just a little bit. It wasn't even what they were doing. It was. People chiming in on Twitter who were just like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. They just dropped Miley Cyrus. And I'm like, dude, we do that shit all the time. And, like, people shit on us for doing it. And then this guy drops it, and they're like, oh, my God, he's, like, mind-blowing. It's a time and a place. I know. Well, it was funny, too, because I would read some of those, like, dance music uh, you know, Twitters or blogs, yeah. and they would write, like, that was just pure, unadulterated, raw, deep dance music and that's all it was and it was beautiful <laughs> and i'm like you're right there was parts of it that were that yeah but there were also he played taylor swift miley cyrus and what was the other one like a few other like yeah. open format type sing-alongs. of like sing-along songs and we're like dude we play those weekly and it was i think it was to troll or i don't even know was it ironic i couldn't even tell what was happening or he just wanted to do it and then he kept putting on that dubstep country rhythm thing country and, rhythm, yeah. and he played nirvana and so part of me was like this is amazing they're doing an open format set 
I'm also like, wait, is he making fun? I couldn't tell what was happening. And it was funny because the people that were writing about dance music were ignoring that big uh, yeah. part of it, that they're playing Party in the USA. And yeah. He's going nuts. <laughs> and yeah, we, we'll get in trouble for playing that at a place that just wants all hip hop. Yeah. Um, but they're I like, they're it's making history. And I'm like, yes. Well, everything's over-exaggerated on the internet. I know. know that. But it was. It was a dope uh, But set. it was cool to see. It was cool to see them DJing for real. It yeah. seemed like they were kind of just making stuff up. Yeah. They were all working together. Yeah. Um, they all are so unique and bring so much different stuff to the table. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of, um, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it was like, it was pretty cool to see. Obviously, you can't please everybody, but yeah, it was uh, it was crazy the way I because I pictured it way different. I thought they were gonna do a whole big show. They weren't even yeah. on the stage. Yeah, you know? I liked I liked where they you know I liked that they were out in the middle of the crowd. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I it felt like they just were like let's utilize this ice rink or whatever, and I thought that was pretty rad. But yeah, and it's cool to see DJing get that front row thing. Like I yeah. feel like I remember when I think Tiesto was the first DJ to close out or headline Coachella yeah. and everybody yeah. was like, I can't believe this yeah. and did it. And then I think Calvin Harris did it after that. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems like now it's becoming more regular. They had Donovan's yard closing out one of the stages. Yeah. Shout to Sean G and Drew Bird. That's incredible that they got to do that. Um, it was like a lot of DJs at the yeah. end. You know what I mean? Even the Calvin Harris DJ set, uh, was so cool to watch. You know what I mean? He's yeah. playing all his own songs. Everybody's singing every word. Yeah. I mean, nuts, you know? So yeah, I, th I thought it was cool, yeah. but definitely for Tet, I'd love to know what, I'd love to hear his description of why and what he well, did. Well, it's crazy. He had Fortet records from like 2006, 2007. You know, he was in like he's the like blog a era. Stones throw ninja tune like underground. Yeah. I, all of a sudden, he's just out there with them, and he's so talented and dope. But it's definitely a weird combo. I don't know. But it just goes to, to show you that you can like reinvent yourself, no yeah. matter how you know how. I saw old, him posting. How... This was the greatest time of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And he's like a vet, even more com compared to us. You know, so. I know that that was cool to see. Yeah, I know it was good. I mean, but once it was over, I was ready to watch Barry again. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> no, but but yeah, it, but back on those like on those like big sing along songs and things like yeah. that, like and uh, even just like how we were talking about like the mixes earlier, like that's kind of one of the things that like coming out of the pandemic, you know, we did stream a lot. Um, you felt like you kind of like picked it up for a minute and then. I mean, I did a, I was, I did a strong year. Yeah. Uh, it's just that time is like a warp within these past three years. So like a year is almost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw, I just saw scene today posted. It's, it's three, it's like three years. I he's, just he's congratulated been doing his thing three him. I got to get him back on, you know, the show. To he's talk solid. To him, you know, he's, he's doing like every week solid for three years. Yeah. I mean, but he's so good. He's so skilled. This is yeah. what I wrote to him. He's so skilled as a DJ. Yeah. He his so much attention to detail yeah. and he puts so much work into these streams that, yeah. you know, it just pays off like someone that's going to put in that much work. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was one of the first people to do it and then I did it periodically and then I did a strong year. I would do a couple times a week. And then as I started getting gigs, I would just do it here and there. And yeah. then it's been maybe almost a year since I've done a stream. I really want to get back on. Yeah. I need to just push myself to do it. I was trying to do it with the podcast, yeah. but I haven't done it yet. So well, hopefully I did soon. I did, um, I kind of like, uh, 
same. You know, I started out really early and then it got to a point where I was doing like seven days a week. I was just like, I don't care. Like, you know, after we did the podcast, you know, yeah, you I think I even mentioned in the podcast. Crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, I haven't even had alcohol in the first couple of weeks. And then it got to the point where I was literally like, I mean, I think I was on one bender for like 30, 40 days where I literally was like drunk nonstop I, for 40 yeah, days. And you were like walking around with the biggest bottle of Tito's <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. You know, like, oh, dude. Videos. I'm oh, like, my God. going to be okay? Yo, the first, the first bottle of the first fucking bottle of those of that tito's yeah. that i bought it took me two weeks to finish it by the time i stopped uh, by the time i stopped i could f i could finish one of those in a day and a half oh my god like a like a, like two streams and it was done it was gone yeah you were getting to alcoholics well i i'm i'm as of today i'm like i'm like almost nine months sober are you serious yeah i, could, I didn't even yeah. know that yeah and august 16th of 2022 i had a Damn. i i was my so last you go dj sober everywhere everywhere that's crazy because I yeah. mean, I, you used to drink a lot, dude. I used to, yeah. Like I've been with you. I probably a lot kept of some liquor companies in business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tito's should have been paying you, dude. Wait, that's crazy. So yeah. how? So uh, that's so interesting because you know DJ Vice just posted yesterday two, two years. years, yeah. And I'm like, and you know he was known as someone who would drink. Oh, know? I used to drink with Vice all the time, yeah. so I know. Like he would, he used to get me fucked up. Wow, that's crazy. So well, congrats and yeah, uh, no, good job. How has that been? How what was it like well, from the beginning till now? Well, like like I say, it was like you know I was. You know, I would stream like five, six, seven days a week, and every time I would stream, I would drink. So it was just like it, that was the reason that to, to drink. A lot of DJs, I think. And then I, I started slowing down a little bit, and then I, I just started realizing like where people were tuning in. You know, to like what things uh, people were tuning into. Yeah. And I was just like, well, there's there's no point in doing these because no one's even tuning in. And I was like, I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to be you know completely plastic at one p one p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. You know, yeah. for two people, yeah. But uh, so I, I pretty much just narrowed it down to my Yacht Rock show all for like the last year and a half right. that I was doing it, um, Robot Rock, which yeah. you came up with the name. I named it in the chat. Thank you very he much. He named it in the chat. It was, uh, if for those who don't know, it was uh, uh, like a concept of Robot Rock, Daft Punk. And then we, he made it Robot Rock because it was Yacht Rock. And yeah. then we used the Daft Punk font to, <laughs> to make the show uh, uh, yeah. graphics. But. Honestly, it w I had so much fun. I still do. I still do Robot Rock pop-ups. I'm actually thinking I might do one this weekend. And yeah. um, But it did. It got to a point. Like So the, my last night drinking on stream was uh, August 15th and um, got shitty. The next morning I woke up, I had like severe pain oh. uh, in, my, uh, in my abdomen. And uh, at first I thought I just had food poisoning. Right. And I was like, all right, I've had food poisoning before. I'm just going to ride this out. Like yeah. I'll be fine. By about 8 p.m. Monday night, I was like, oh, my God, I said, I'm going to have to crawl to the emergency room. Oh it was so bad. And by at that point, I was just like, I didn't want to go to the emergency room. Yeah. There was a uh, there was like one of those like uh, um, one of those ex express like drive through like emergency rooms by my house. Okay. Like um, urgent care. Urgent care. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those like two blocks from my house. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm going to go in the morning when I wake up. So right. I did took myself down there and the guy's like he's like do you drink alcohol i'm like bro i was like i think i'm still drunk from like two days ago and uh he's like yeah he goes that's it's gonna be a big problem homie he's like if you keep this up he's like you're gonna end up with pancreatitis and uh he goes you probably spend the rest of your life on a bed and i'm like whoa and that was it that was once he said that that was it like i never took and another so drink what, after what, that what was it like that was your body telling you that he, what he, he said he said it would it could have been an ulcer but he said it also could have been like early stages of potentially pancreatitis and wow. so 
he's like, you need to like stop like immediately. And oh I did. God. And um, about a month later, I had like another episode, um, but it wasn't as bad. I went back and saw them again. And since then, I've been fine. Wow. So that was like, yeah, so it was about nine months that's ago. That's crazy, but that's the real hard truth. You know, yeah. of like, we, yes, we all go out and party and drink, and our job is to drink and all that stuff, but no matter what, it's going to catch up to you at oh, some man. point, you know? Yeah, I'm good. I feel great. Um, good. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of you. That's great, I appreciate man. it. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's, no, that's dope. Because it's really hard, I'm sure, as most everyone here listening probably has gone through this or struggles with this. It's hard to go DJ sober. You oh, know? man. That, the first couple gigs after that, right. I was just like, fuck, man. Like, how am I going to get through this night? How and did whatever. You do it? It, wasn't as, it wasn't as bad as I anticipated. Once you start going and DJing. Once you start going, yeah. It's almost like once you break through that first, what, 10 to 30 minutes yeah. or something where you're like, oh, I need the drink to like get with the crowd. But then you start DJing, feeling the music, getting them yeah. into it. All of a sudden, you're like, I don't need it. And I'm fine, yeah. right? And like and now. You're a little sharper and more clear headed. Oh, so and you dude, can think of stuff. That exactly. Quick, right? Like, I'm like, I'm so on it now. Like, before I would be like, uh, uh, wait, what was that song called again? I'm yeah. like, eh, I'm like, uh, and now I'm just like, boom, 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 and and it That's is. Great. I'm like way more, like you said, sharper and clearer. Like on like on my sets, and yeah. my sets are tighter, my mixes are tighter, and you're uh, able to talk to the manager at highlight room at the end of the night. You know what I mean? And it's be like, like, hey, like had that. a great time. Yeah, he's not like, dude, you got so He's wasted. Like, we have to call your manager. Yeah, like who knows what they're saying after we leave? Like, oh yeah, you know some some of them like it, but I'm sure a lot of them yeah. are like, what's going on here? Well, it's also nice to just like wake up the next day and not be like yeah. completely hungover, right? But you know, I don't know it. That's great. You haven't posted about it that much, right? You know, it's kind of like it, there's like. I think I did like the first 30 days and then I did like 90 days and then I did six months. I'll probably just do again, you know, when it's a year and, uh, but it is, it's just like, I don't need to keep letting people know. It just, it's, it's, it's more of a personal thing. Like, um, but not that there's something wrong with letting people know. No, not at all because it's very encouraging. Yeah. It's very encouraging. Yeah. I didn't, you know, it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like I'm very, it it just, I'm, it varies with my posts. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Things like that. How do I say, how do I say it without sounding like a dick? <laughs> I mean, that's something you're proud of. But um, I, I have this problem with people that have sympathy posts, where they just right. post things to get people sympathy and like things that's like that. Definitely a thing. And yes. I, it, it just annoys me. So I don't know. Like you know, right. again, I, I I said it on the last podcast. I'm saying it again. Like I don't. I'm not here to shit on anyone. Like y'all <laughs> yeah. are gonna do what you want to do. But trust me. Like I I scroll through posts. I'm like cringe. Like you know, keep it moving. But <laughs> right. Yeah, that's just not me. Like I try not to draw attention to myself for things like that. You know, like yeah. Um. Well, I think that's that's great. That's huge. I and I didn't even. I feel like I remembered you posting about it a long time ago, and then yeah. I forgot, and I didn't know you were still doing that. No, so. it's a good thing, and I'm telling like I'm telling you right now, like uh, the older you get, the harder it is on your body, like the alcohol yeah. really, really. And so, you know, um, to the young bucks, just you know, just keep it in mind, yeah. you know. But I know be it's healthy. funny because a lot of people that aren't DJs, you know, like I'm a dad, and I do my kid plays soccer and like all this stuff, and so I'm around all these other parents, yeah, and they'll be like always asking me like. So, like, you know, people do, like, things to stay up, right? You know, like, I think they're trying to say yeah. cocaine or something. And yeah. I'm like, no. Like, I've never done. I don't, <laughs> I've never done cocaine. No. Like, I'm like, I don't. I, number one, I'm just naturally awake. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. The DJing and the music, like, keeps me up. Yeah. Like, I've never needed a thing. To, I mean, coffee. I like coffee or I'll drink espresso or something. But, like. Yeah. I don't know. You know, they're always like, come on, you know, you're doing the thing. You know, like yeah. I used to go to the club and I'm like, no, no, I'm not, like I'm not. Uh, yeah. Now if I could only just stop eating donuts, 
then I'd, then my life would be like it's hard amazing. to be fully uh, clear committed to like everything. Vices. Yeah, come on, don't be too hard on yourself. No, but I do. Like, I'm but not gonna lie. Donut. Lately, I'm eating like at least one donut a day. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, the- here's my thing. Like, Elon Musk, like, just make the one donut diet, and you could sell that as a Elon car. Musk. Literally, I mean, he's so cringe to me. Like, yeah, he made cool car and everything, but the dude is like the biggest fucking nerd. <laughs> Like, and I hate the things that he says on Twitter what and he, he thinks he knows donuts? everything and like, I don't care. You know what? He, he could ban me on Twitter for talking shit, but he can't ban me on the fucking beat source podcast. But true, true. dude, but he did say one thing. He said, you know, I, I guess like some doctor thing or like right. uh, he posted a link is like a doctor said, you know, like donuts aren't as bad or whatever. And he's like, Hey, he's like, yeah, I eat a donut a day and I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, there we go. Finally, somebody else gets it. So yeah, so that's what we that's what me and Elon Musk have in common. The donut a day challenge. Donut a day. So you know, I haven't had one yet today, but you From know, where where's your donuts? I I just usually get one at the grocery store, like you know, okay. when I go to the okay. grocey store, you, you know, just a regular bakery, not no no more fancy. No Krispy Kreme? No Krispy Kremes, yeah. I got the spot K's Donuts out in the valley. I, I give okay. props to K. So now SK's Donuts is right over there off of like a third. No. They're they're pretty good. No, just K. But. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. Well, good. That's uh, it's fine. I think that's better. You're sober. You have a donut a day. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta, can't get rid of all the vices. Yes. No, you can't. But um, what um, and well, so we started talking about like family and kids and all that. Yeah. And I know, like, you just got engaged. Yeah. That that was actually that was the, to me that was the silver lining of the pandemic. Um, yeah. uh, a girl that I met um, uh, in 2013. Oh wow! Um, we always uh, kept in touch, but yeah. like we didn't have like a, any kind of relationship. It was just we we're just homies. And then, um, uh, like shortly into the pandemic, we really just started talking a lot, and um, we did. We basically had a long distance relationship up until like um, last year, and uh, and uh, yeah, we got engaged like six, seven months ago. Crazy! Congrats! Yeah, so amazing yeah so that's that that's been great that's, that's been really so good. cool yeah so, she's awesome yeah you were asking me you're like what's it like having a because you've always been solo basically yeah right? you've been riding, like, what's it like bro, i've been riding dirty traveling yeah. riding dirty <laughs> <laughs> so you know there it's uh yeah just I mean, dogs when you're by yourself you can do whatever you want you did have the dog so that made it yeah. harder but but yeah it's nice to have people in your corner you know and yeah. uh, you do have to balance the the family life. I'm sure a lot of people listening, you know, everybody writes me about that stuff. And there's a lot of dads or husbands or wives or, you know, moms, people listening. And they'll write me and ask me questions. And I'm like, there's no real method, you know, but you just, and it's your own choice. Like, yeah. how much does your family mean to you? How much does your work mean to you? How much do you need the money? You know, it's just, it's the choices that every parent probably has to make in yeah. their life. You know, like, I just got offered some thing where I could do and but I would have to leave my family for like two and a half months and I'm like is it worth it I don't yeah. think so you know like if I was solo and myself I would do it dude I did I don't know if you remember I did that stint in Asia for like 40 days oh in God. 2008 and I mean I was I was solo at what the time was that you like lived in China and DJ well like no 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 I, I I just uh at the time I had at that time I had like two different managers AM was managing me but then I also had like a couple guys from San Diego that were uh, kind of doing oh, some like yes, stuff I remember <laughs> and um and the one guy um um he had uh booked me overseas on this like run uh, and all through Asia. And then the last like week was in Australia. And so it was just like, I was in, um, Shanghai, uh, uh, Hong Kong, uh, 
Tokyo, Kuala Lumpur, Singapore, oh, wow. Seoul, Korea. That was amazing, honestly. Bangkok, Thailand. It was good, but then and then and then I ended up in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and then we had one other date in Sydney and Perth, but then the two the Sydney and Perth like canceled. But two weeks into that, I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Right. Like, I was." Dude, I was so homesick. I missed my dogs. I was just like, fuck, man. Like, so yeah. when you say two months on the road, I'm like, bro. I mean, that Blink tour I did, we were three and a half months. Was it? In a bus. Did you get a- I left in July and we ended in October. Or Did in, you get to come home at all, though? No. Like, well, we left in July and then I never came home till September or July, uh, the oh, end wow. of September. Basically, we came home- yeah, no, I was gone the whole time. Like, I didn't, I left my family. I told my wife, I'm like, please just be careful. Don't <laughs> let Jude, you know, don't let my son, like, get hurt. And, like, the second day, like, we went and did a gig in uh, San Diego and then I think Vegas and then El Paso. It was, like, third show, and she calls me, and she's like, don't be afraid. Don't, you know, be worried, but we're headed to the emergency room. Oh, my uh, God. He just fell on a trampoline. Turned out he broke his leg on a trampoline and oh had a broken God. leg, like, the whole time i was gone oh my god but no i met them in iowa like about a month and a half two months into the yeah. tour because that's where she was from and she went and visited her mom yeah we met for like a day and a half um my son was like relearning to walk after he got his cast off i like barely knew them it was crazy and then i left again for a while longer and then finally came back to la at the end but uh, that was absolutely crazy i bet yeah i bet that'd be nerve-wracking and i didn't realize because i figured we had been touring you know and on on planes and i didn't know what it would be like to be on a bus yeah and i'm like you guys don't understand like i fly places real quick i'll fly home i'll fly back and they're like you don't understand like we're gonna be in the middle of nowhere and they were right you know because we would we only slept in a hotel maybe like once or twice a week Mm -hmm. so we would sleep on a bus so Mm -hmm. you would go to sleep on the bus you'd wake up in a parking lot and you just have to try to find somewhere to take a shower whether it was like the locker room of the san antonio spurs or like a shed outside and then everybody would be like fighting to take a shower you know and and because you just had to take a, a shower in whatever the venue was yeah and brush your teeth in like a bus you know it was yeah. just kind of like it was crazy <laughs> um, so um, if i were to do that again i would want to make uh you know a lot more money blinks going back out they start may 4th i think what's today may 2nd so their yeah. first show they're about to do a world tour everyone's asking me like are you on it i'm like no i'm not you know um, i was just the opener on that specific yeah. tour you know so that's why people are yeah i remember when you did and that. i still do stuff with travis and we have a gig we're doing me and travis are doing something yeah. later this month in new york um so i still do that but yeah i'm not like the the personal DJ you guys are on like first name basis Yes. He's like, yeah, you mean me and Travis. Well, I'm talking about Blink. (laughs) I mean, how many Travises are there? I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. (laughs) Me and Sonny, you know, at Coachella. Oh, my God. Uh, I I, I was waiting for that. (laughs) Sonny, yeah. But, uh, you know, my man, T-Dog. Oh, my God. But but I, um, yeah, that was uh, a crazy time. Amazing times. Yeah. Yeah, amazing time. But. But that's the family thing is just, you know, you pick and choose. And and even this summer, like I was telling you, my son's going to go play soccer in Europe. So I'm trying to yeah. make it where I go DJ and we uh, we do both at the same time. And somehow I still get to work, but spend quality time with them. And nah, that's good. At it, the end it, of the day, it's like 
all you have is like your memories and yeah. the stuff that you're creating, you know, these things yeah. that like you want to try to make money, but well, it's funny. Cause she was just like, you know, like everything was cool. And then when I started tra traveling again, cause when you, you know, we basically right. started our relationship during yeah. the pandemic, I was not traveling. It's like you were on like a TV show where yeah. everybody meets in a yeah. pod. So then, so then like coming out of the pandemic a little bit, you know, I started getting booked dates and she was just like, well, where are you going? Like, right. who do you know there? Like, uh, what do you do there when you're not DJing? <laughs> and I'm like, chill, I'm good. I promise you, like, life. every everything's fine. Like, don't worry about nothing. And yeah. then, you know, and, and but now she's, she's just like, yeah, you're right. Everything's cool. And like, right. you know, like, we'll literally just like yeah, you sit have on to have the phone that together. Trust. My wife trusts me, you know, yeah. that I can be but in I get it. any I totally sort get of crazy it. situation. Yeah, I totally I get it. Do whatever she, you know, like we yeah. treat each other with 100% respect in yeah. all you know, forms. And so. I guess the other thing too that we talk about is she's just like, you know, she goes, so like, what's your like exit strategy? She's like, I didn't, she's like, you know, when our, she's like, when our daughter goes to school, you know, and she's <laughs> like, my dad's 60 and he's a DJ. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool, honestly. You're going to DJ the I mean, that's what I kind of said. I was just like, hey, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if your dad's 60 and he's making money and DJing around, that's pretty dope. You know I mean, I'm mean? not 60, guys. I don't have a daughter yet. But, you know, it's, you know, yeah. I'm planning for a future. No, trust me. I'm with you. I'm in my 40s. I'm around all these other dads. They're just like, what do you do? This yeah. is insane, you know. But yeah. um, this is what we're doing, you know. This yeah. is And same, my kid grew up during the pandemic, so there's things that he doesn't remember anymore. He was yeah. probably seven or eight when it started. Now he's 10, so yeah. he's a whole different person, and he looks at everything differently. So yeah. when same thing, when I was like, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going away for the weekend. I'm going away for the month. I'm doing this. And he'd be like, where are you going? When are you coming back? What are you doing? Yeah. And he never used to ask a question, so I think yeah. he almost sees it in a different light. And now yeah. he's used to it. He's yeah. like, you going to Vegas again? Okay, cool. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'll bring you a magnet from the airport or something, you know. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. But and there's no real book on how to do it, you know. Nah, that's why that's why I kind of figured. Like uh, to be honest with you, like before, you know, um, I was in another relationship that ended in 2007, and um, after that, I was like, you know what, I'm cool, just doing this and like whatever. And I never thought I'd end up in another relationship. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it just kind of like happened and now I'm just kind of like rolling with the punches and, uh, but everything's great. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, so great. it's pretty dope. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. I think I appreciate it, buddy. Um, and something else that like we touched on in the other podcast, but I don't think I got to ask so much about it was like, you're, you know, very well known for your DJ skills, your dope edits, your yeah. productions, the the sets you've done at so many million different kind of things. But also you're so into art, you yeah. know, and you post so much about it and mm -hmm. you're so knowledgeable mm -hmm. and just everything, your style. Like you said today, people on YouTube can see that you came in here wearing a John Mayer sweatshirt and now you're wearing a Slayer t-shirt under it. Look at the style. And then I came up with John Slayer. John Slayer's hot. <laughs> John, John Slayer. Slayer is hot. My alias, John Slayer, baby. Uh, it's, it's just Slayer doing John Mayer covers. It's like the worst thing on earth. <laughs> John Mayer doing Slayer covers. <laughs> Even better. Yo, that would be... I would check that out. John, I would totally John check Mayer needs to do that. Bro, AI, your AI app. Oh, shit. Oh, We're my God. To do it, AI. Oh, okay, my God. Okay, we got to get AI to do John Mayer doing Slayer songs. Oh, my God. Okay, you got to do it and then like add it to the end oh of the podcast. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. We were going through AI songs and I was playing them like two Pac being Ja Rule on this before we started, but John Slayer needs to happen. 
It'll just be at every other song is Slayer doing a John Mayer or John Mayer doing a Slayer. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Um, dude, wow. that technology That's is crazy, hilarious. dude. It's like, so I don't know. Crazy. Did you see that it was, they just posted like a thing like yesterday? It said the guy from Google who like invented AI is like stepped down. He's like, bro, he's like, I regret. So, no, in, I just saw the headline this. that he was saying, yeah. It's, yeah, he's just like, dude, it's like going to be detrimental to what humanity. What did he say? Did you read it? I just basically got off the headline as well. I got to read the whole yeah, article, yeah, but he did. He said that it, it, it could literally be detrimental to humanity. What the hell? And that's what I'm saying. But I feel like, you know what it is? I feel like Terminator, like, you know, 1980 whatever Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like finally starting to come to fruition. It is. I mean, okay, I'll tell you something that's detrimental to humanity. I'll try to play it into the microphone. Dude, if you're going to play no, Michael please. Jackson Munch, <laughs> does Ice Spice Munch, it's definitely over. sent me Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson doing back that ass up. I'm crying. This is detrimental to society. I'm crying. <laughs> it's just not right. Why? This, this is a reason. This is why the Google guy quit, I think. He heard this. But there's no ad libs. There's no. <laughs> oh, that would be tight. It's See, not it there needs, yet. It needs the ad libs. <laughs> Just wait a month. It'll oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Okay, so that's bad. Yeah. So you know, are you gonna start 298 views somehow? Uh, <laughs> shout to my boy Urban Medium found that. He also sent me bout it, bout it. Also Michael Jackson? <laughs> it's just too bad. Wait, too so bad. are you going to play AI in your uh, sets now or not? Well, that's what, so Franzen was just on the last episode and we were saying like, they're going to shut it down, blah, blah, blah. I go, but what if the DJs start playing it and make it a hit song so the artists have no choice? Like, I don't even know what. I don't know. Like he sent me Biggie doing uh, Nas, New York State of Mind, and that's it's dope. Dope. That's like, real dope. And then he sent me this Tupac doing the uh, Jaw Rule, uh, always on time, and it's oh pretty good. Like, so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard a ton of the AI songs yet. Like, it does make me feel like Ja Rule was copying Tupac. It does, because it kind of sounds like Ja Rule, so you have to be like Ja Rule's bit Tupac style. Right, that's crazy. I don't know. There's a lot coming out. Every it's day, nuts. I've been... I don't know. We should do a show where we play them and rate them. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, yeah, it's crazy what you can do. And then I was showing you one earlier today where it's just speech, but it sounds like someone's really talking. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's, I mean, and the the chat GPT, just the thing where you can ask it questions, it's pretty nuts. Like, yeah. I've been using it more and more and trying to think of reasons to use it. And like I said, I'm going to Europe this summer. And uh -huh. I was like, I know nothing about Portugal. Yeah. And I'm like, what are the coolest hotels that are fun to stay in with a family that are this style in Lisbon? What about in this part of Portugal? It gives me this crazy list. And then I'm like, what if you want to take a train from this city to this city or a road trip? What would be better? And it gives me the routes and the ideas. So then I can go and Google it and, like, look it up. But... It's crazy. You know, or I had it rewrite a part of a contract for me, or I had it like tell me if it's just crazy the things that it can do, you know. That's so, crazy. And this is just me, the beginning of just trying to understand it. There's people out there that are using it so much. 
But what if you what if you could get Chat GTP to negotiate your DJ contracts? Well, it can't. I mean, to a point, it can because what I did was I said, "Hey, can you look at this contract for me and tell me if anything needs to be changed?" And it said, "Sure, please input the contract." And I sent it, mm-hmm. and then it told me. Uh, this is what's up. Then it said, let me rewrite this for you. And it opened this window by itself. Like, mm-hmm. I guess we're a coding window. Mm-hmm. And it rewrote it in plain text and said I could copy that back into my Word document. Yeah. But, like, it's crazy. Like, you could just tell it, like, hey, this person said this to me. I want to say this back. And, and it'll, like, do it. And just having ideas for vacations or, like, oh it'll brainstorm things for you. Or we should have it brainstorm ways that DJs can get booked out of town. That's actually pretty dope. <laughs> because it's funny. That's the number one thing. Like I said, people are asking me, you know, and I'm like, in a way, I mean, I don't know what you think, but I feel like a lot of the ways are throwing your own party. Like we said, that's yeah. a big thing. The um, Doing your own edits and remixes yeah. and production, I think, is a good way. Like if you're an open format DJ, putting your own edits out if you're not a producer. You yeah. know, the people that are producing seem to be able to get booked yeah. to get sell tickets. But, you know, at least just being a- out there, adding to the culture, whatever yeah. it is, doing a podcast, doing yeah. different things, you know, getting streams, doing TikTok, you know, like there's certain people on TikTok or Instagram that are killing it that yeah. are real DJs that are dope. I mean, look at DJ Puffy too, you know, yeah. like he does everything, but he has a great social media yeah. presence. He's a good dude. Um, yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's not just signing with a manager type yeah. thing. I don't know if there's other, I- but other ideas we can ask uh, Chat GPT. I started. I don't know if you noticed, like that. Uh, that was another reason I stopped doing the streaming as well, not as much as I just wanted to do other things. Like right. you know, and it was right. funny because like the audience, you know, started to dwindle once we people started going back outside. Right. So yeah, what's it like now? Like what's? I mean, like I like I said, I still do pop ups. I mainly only do the Yacht Rock stream, which is uh, so fun. I mean, I love doing it. It it's it's the greatest ever. Like it makes me feel good. Right. Um, um, but I did. So I started, I don't know if you saw, I started doing a new mix series called, uh, that's what I call open format. Oh yeah. So good. So and you're putting out on like mix cloud and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so great. I basically wanted to do an hour long mashup yeah. of just like, it's just a nonstop. Like every song is a mashup like that leads into the next song. So like basically right. doing that when it, I mean, it takes me like forever to do, right. but I feel like it's very no, rewarding when it's done. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so that's kind of like one of the things I haven't seen the stream, sorry, but you've been doing the stream, uh, a stream of it. Oh no, 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 no. I'm still doing Uh, this. Like, uh, I'll do, I'll do the, I'll do like the, I'll do like the, 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 uh, the Yarrock pop-ups here and there. And then I just not streaming as much so that I can do other projects like the mix. Right. Yeah, exactly. Putting out the the mix or like more edits and things like that. Right. And at the time we weren't even going out and having lunch or anything. Like now at least we're outside of the house, you know, so. Here, I just typed into chat GPT. Oh, my God. What are the best ways DJs can get booked outside of their city? Okay, here we go, guys. Let's see. <laughs> what does it say? There are several ways DJs can get booked outside of their city. Here are some of the most effective methods. Oh, look at this. Okay, oh, here we go, guys. Chat GPT doing the podcast. It's writing. Um, network with other DJs and promoters. Oh, okay. Good That's, job. Yeah. Network. Networking with other DJs and promoters in the industry is a great way to get booked outside of your city. Attend events, join online DJ forums and groups, and engage with other DJs and promoters on social media. This is pretty good. By building relationships and getting your name out there, you'll increase your chances of getting booked in gigs in other cities. That's 
Pretty hey, self-explanatory. Okay. <laughs> well, number two, create a strong online presence. Your online presence is crucial for getting booked outside of your city. Make sure you have a professional website, social media pages, and a SoundCloud or MixCloud account. Upload. Your, how does it know this? This is crazy. Upload your mixes, and <laughs> this is better than most DJ managers. No offense, uh, managers. <laughs> they would never be able to tell us this organized in this fashion. Uh, Upload your mixes and promote them on your social media channels to showcase your skills to potential bookers. Okay. It's got five points. Three, send demo mixes to promoters and clubs. Send demo mixes to promoters and clubs in other cities that you're interested in playing at. Make sure your demo mix is of high quality and showcases your best work. You can also include a short bio and links to your online profiles and website. Number four, attend music conferences and festivals. Attend music conferences and festivals in other cities to network with industry professionals get your name out there you never know who you might meet at these events it could lead to future gig opportunities this is true this is is true collaborate we need to remember this stuff collaborate with local artists and djs collaborating with local artists and djs in other cities is a great way to expand your network and increase your exposure by working with others in the industry you'll create new opportunities for yourself and potentially get booked for Gigs in other cities. Overall, getting booked outside your city as a DJ requires a combination of networking, promoting your brand online, showcasing your skills through demo mixes, attending industry events, and collaborating with others in the industry. Damn. That was pretty thorough. (laughs) That was pretty (laughs) thorough. And the crazy thing is you could follow up. Like, it knows what you said, so I could write, oh, cool. Like, what about blah, blah, blah. And, like, it'll remember. You can have a whole conversation with it, like. I'm going to copy and paste that, though, to all the DMs I get in my Instagram. You should actually <laughs> send it to me. I might be able to copy and paste it as well. Let's, and we'll send that to our manager. <laughs> 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 hey, guys. Something to help. Um, oh, I'm going to write, write, how can a DJ manager get DJs booked better? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to send that out. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's hilarious. That's classic. Okay. Well, we'll send that to the uh, group chat. Um, that's that's so funny. <laughs> but that's how crazy is that? That that made the Google guy quit. Well, you know. <laughs> but in a way, it's so helpful. Yeah. But it's like the movies, like you said, the very helpful thing will turn evil. You know, yeah. Like, Right, right. Like, it will end up turning, like, I don't know. I mean, you got to think of it. We're at the beginning of it. We're at the beginning of, like, the, the like very pe- pe- people are still discovering AI technology, like, right now. Like, I yeah. mean, I've, I've never gone on chat GP, GTP. Right. GTP, chat right? GPT, yeah. GPT, excuse me. <laughs> um, but I have, like... Um, like I did use a uh, 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 AI generator the other day, like because uh, I still like you know back to yeah, on the, the subject of like stuff. art yeah, stuff. That's what we started. Like talking. I do, I make some of my I make some of my own art a little bit, just just little things here and there, but like not right. to sell or whatever, just mainly just things that I want to do, just right, because that's it's actually I just, interesting. I just have to get it out there, like or just yeah. something I want to make. Have so. you used because that would be amazing for you? You're someone that's so artistic, but maybe you don't do the art yourself, but you could describe what you want. Well, I haven't. I, I, I'm I'm in the process of making like. A, a neon sign like you know there's 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 yeah. a lot of artists that do neon like neon like artworks whatever but i've done a few in the past and like they're, they're quotes but like there was a quote that i came up with that i wanted to use but um i want i didn't want to use my handwriting and i didn't want to go on yeah. like a font site buy a font right so i typed the quote in an ai generator and uh, handwriting and it, yeah. it asks you uh, quick scribble slower scribble like a cap wow. you know and you you kind of like pick it and it you keep refreshing it, and it gives you these examples of different like handwriting, like That's crazy. And I 
picked one that I liked, and it's and producing a neon. And really? you know, when it's done, yeah, it'll be done in That's the next so few weeks. Dope. So when it's done, I'll send you an image. Yeah, please. What's the art site that you used? I know there's a lot. Uh, what for? To, like, like to get the scribbles or whatever. Uh, I have. I'll look it up when I get home. I mean, I literally just Google like AI, like okay. uh, 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 signature generator, handwriting right. generator. Okay. And it like a few of them popped oh, up. Handwriter generator. Yeah, I just used the first one. Yeah, there's something called Mid Journey. Have you mm-hmm. seen that one? It looks insane. It's all. It's only through Discord. Okay. You have to like sign up through Discord, and then you just make a description in the Discord, and then it like makes it and sends it. And my friend, who's like, he's. An amazing artist, like Dis- I never, I, I, I tried to get on Discord once. It was so, it, it was, I, I got lost. Like I, I ended up in a forum. It was like people were posting pictures of poop. <laughs> right, there's definitely some bad, or you get hacked. But no, this. I was I, like, where am I? I was like, I'm cool in this Discord. This thing is insane. Some of the stuff it makes, and then so I'm trying to launch like a new playlist thing I want to do, and okay. like, put all these mixes. And I, he was like, oh, I'll help you. I'll do a couple backgrounds. And he just sent me this while we were sitting here, like. These are all just oh, AI dope. generated ones. Oh, okay. That did. Like, so crazy. Yeah, I did a couple of the ones. Like, remember on everyone on Instagram, like a month, two months ago, was like doing the is. like 10 images, oh, your like face. how you, your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. I, I did a couple. Long. They made me look really fat, so I just bowed <laughs> out. <laughs> That's the donut a day. Like no. two of them looked really cool. I was like, damn, that's actually kind of cool. I could use that on like a flyer. And then most of them, I was just like, dude, do I really look like that? I didn't do it. It was like everyone was using it as their main picture. I'm like, come on, you don't look like that. <laughs> they just um, wanted too much info. Right. And they wanted $10 well, a know, month. You should get on the art one because you could create your own I don't know. stuff. You know, I mean, I'm still like hands on. Like, I want to. I know. But I want to like you, you like still paint. On. Like, it's about your writing prompt style, yeah. maybe. You know. Well, I am like painting. I, I'm working on painting a canvas right now. I I okay. actually, you know, I, I made a painting for uh for um my fiance on Valentine's Day a couple oh, years ago. So yeah. so I just do like little ones like that. Like I'm not out there like slang and paintings. You know, right, I'm just right. kind of like just you know I'm still you know. How did you get so into art? I went to I went to school for art in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, took I don't a, think we talked about. I took this a vocational a school, so like in uh, again, like I was in high school from eighty six to ninety. So you know, because you, so you, you are you, you start in the fall. No, I'm just kidding, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you start in the fall, but you end sorry. in the summer. So you go from one year to the next. So I started in eighty six. Okay. And um, but anyway, uh, in eighty seven, I, I took art class in in high school. My art teacher was like, "Dude, you shouldn't be here. You should be in like a real art class." Oh wow! And so I so from uh, my last my. My sophomore, junior, senior year, I went off campus to a whole different school. It was like a vocational school. Uh, And it was weird because like half the school was like, you know, like smart kids, like doing art and like uh, culinary and things. And then the other half of the school was like kids who like got in fights at high school. So they sent them to like work on cars. And so it was like (laughs) really weird. Yeah. I actually went to a school like that. It was really weird. Uh, But yeah, so I did that and I like, I really got into it. But then like I spent all my time like I, I was acing my art classes and then I was skateboarding for like the rest of the time and I basically just shit on the rest of my like classes like the the you know the things I needed to like you know pass to walk down the aisle yeah my senior year uh, my English teacher reached out to my mom and she's like if your son doesn't get an A plus this nine weeks he's not going to graduate and so I was grounded I was grounded for nine weeks and uh, my mom didn't I didn't ride a skateboard I didn't do nothing I didn't watch TV nothing oh my god but I did I aced that class and part of what I did ace that class was I integrated some art 
into my project and oh. I, yeah i fucking nailed it so that's so cool i did i walked down the aisle but then like when that was over they were just like all right well your grades still sucked so you ain't getting into college or anything or like art school but right. i did i just put myself in a community college took a bunch of art classes and uh granted you know ni- in 1990 that's like um you know adobe you know was just kind of coming out illustrator was just kind of like new you know computers yeah. were like right and even then in college like i took some drawing classes and you know a couple painting classes but then i really wanted to learn computer stuff and they're like dude if you don't at least take this algebra class you can't participate and i was like well i'm not paying for something i don't want to be part of like right. so that was pretty much the end of out. art for me oh crazy so i just bust tables and uh learned how to dj Nuts. And that's kind of where it, it literally just transitioned that quickly. Wow. I was just busting tables just to, uh, just to like live. And then that's when uh, I linked up with Z Trip and I learned how to DJ. And then I never even thought it was going to be a job. I just was just, uh, yo, I just want to learn to do this. That's crazy. And then boom, now here we are um, 50,000 years later. I just <laughs> found this. Uh, Steve Wonder just sent me this flyer and it's, we're all on it. Me, you, Z Trip, AM. Oh yeah, everybody. The San Diego Stingery in San Diego, one of yeah. the greatest. Stingery, I don't know. Oh, I love that club. It, it was so dope. <laughs> I did. Uh, I DJ Kim Kardashian's birthday there. Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like you may have told that on the last podcast. It was exactly show. what you thought it would have been. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was dope. Yeah. I mean, she's she's killing it now, man. <laughs> I mean, she saw her at the Met Gala. Dude, I'm I'm I miss I miss. Clubs like that, though. Oh, that was like the that. best. Shout to Todd, our boy Todd. Yeah. We could do anything we wanted there. Oh, that was the best. And well, that lo- was the perfect place of throwing the curveball, doing a super open format set, except yeah. there's 1,200 people yeah. at our mercy, you know, yeah. and we could just do anything, yeah. you know, because we knew what we were doing and they trusted us. And Todd, yeah. I mean, yeah. thank God for Todd, you know, yeah. like he was our champion, you know, would yeah. bring us all in there and... Yeah. So crazy. So what's something over the pandemic that you did that uh like that like you always wanted to do and you huh. finally got it done? I don't think I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I still am trying to do it. <laughs> what, what is that sleep in till three? <laughs> no, I do that every day. No, I <laughs> I um I, 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 yeah, it's like my body, I did think I well, yes, I thought I'd become a morning person over the pandemic and I never did. And I would had to just pretend I was like, like no, I've been awake the whole time, guys. No problem. Oh my god, um, I, I would start drinking at seven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. As, I mean, for a time that that was okay, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I wanted to like you know clean, get my garage turned into a studio. Like there were so many things that yeah. I did halfway and then never yeah. really did it. So I don't know. I mean, I I learned a lot. You know, it was just learning a lot technologically with the streaming and. Um, with VR stuff and and just yeah. so many tech things I learned over time that now yeah. I utilize in my life and even getting better on the microphone like talking yeah. on Twitch and all that stuff led to me being a bit better on the mic because I remember one of the first gigs I I you know I do a lot of these movie TV gigs and award show things and one of the first ones I got brought back for was a, a drive in at the Rose Bowl in the parking lot and I, they wanted me to be on the mic a lot and normally I would be like this sucks but I was like you know being from like the Blink tour and some of the tours where people would be watching me I had to get better on the mic but then during the pandemic I got pretty good at just people watching me and talking on a mic yeah. and doing the podcast so that kind of was something I got better at and I was able to just 
feel way more comfortable with a bunch yeah. of people staring at me and not care what I'm saying. How many times on the Blink tour did you get on the mic and yell, show me your titties? <laughs> Every time, bro. <laughs> no, they were no, like, but that's I'm dope. looking out at like 12-year-olds, so I don't think. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was a mix? There'd be like people like 40, you know, like 39-year-olds that like I guess they kind of crossed over into that. Yeah. And then there'd be like, there was young kids that just like knew about them and wanted to see them or something. That's I don't dope. know. It was a, it's a mixed bag for them, you that's know? So. I still probably would have yelled it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was throwing tortillas in the crowd. Like, I don't know what I would say. I'd be like, what up? <laughs> I was like calling people out because a lot of times they'd be in the front texting. Yeah. They're just waiting for the blink or something or for the next group. So they just wanted that front row spot. But yeah, they yeah. were like, we don't, who the hell is DJ Spider? Like, yeah. get this guy. So you're like, face. hey, green t shirt, who you texting? Yeah. So I'd be like, hey, thanks for paying attention. I see you texting your mom in the front. You know, and then they look up, like, dirty look, <laughs> look back down, keep texting. I'm like, okay, thanks. So I just, you know, got better at just stand up comedy or something. Hey, you with the pretzel, let me get some of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw throw some pop. Exactly. I'm talking to people who are like trying to find their seat and like getting popcorn and hot oh dogs. Oh my god, that's like, awesome. You know, sitting down. So that was. I learned a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> of crowd interaction. You I know? did. Uh, I always wanted to do um, um, a 24 hour stream, uh, 24 hour DJ set. You mean like in person or in well, online? Just, just no, like an actual. Well, either way, I just wanted to DJ for twenty four hours straight, and I Crazy. did that over the pandemic. I, oh yeah, you did. I was about to say. Yeah, was it like, was on Cinco de Mayo twenty twenty one. You and Sour Milk did it, right? Milk did it twice. He yeah he, yeah he, he did it he twice. He told me two insane stories from both of those. Like yeah. we were on a plane, and he was telling me about it or something or somewhere. That's so. What was your what was it uh, like, dude? I crushed it. Like, like I watched not, some of it. Like, no lie. Like, I I was really nervous about doing it, but um, I kind of just like I I timed. I don't want to say I timed it right. I mean, it was obviously twenty four hours. But um, <laughs> no, but, but you had specific sets for certain parts. Yeah, right? I, so I know I, he did too. I, I got a good night's sleep. I started at noon, so I wanted to do noon to noon. Okay. And then, uh, but I did. I did two hour. I did t- twelve two hour sets, and each two hour set was a different genre. So I would do exactly. like okay. an open format set for two hours. Then I would do like a, like a 2000s rock set for two hours. Got then it. I would do like a reggaeton set for two hours and a house set for two hours. But it helped me, it helped keep it fresh. Right. It helped because then nearing the at end of the two hours, I was like, okay, I'm anxious to change it up. And, and like it, it almost yeah. like revived me. Yeah. And um, uh, but I did that, and then like going into Cinco de Mayo, like I ended at noon on Cinco de Mayo. So my last two hours, I did like uh, like a, a full on like Latin mix of like everything, like reggaeton oh, nice. and like Latin house and whatever. Yeah. And uh, but uh, but dude, it was like awesome. And I I, I never sat down once, stood the entire time. Oh, God, I only used the restroom one time. How's that possible? I don't know, but I just I did it, and was crazy. My uh, my fiance went to sleep at around like one in the morning, and then um. You know, I just I kept it moving, and you know, I got a couple like this was like one year ago, right? Uh, or, uh, or not two years. Year, it'd be two years ago. Two years yeah, ago, it's and um, to my own now. they uh, I did a um, it it was at like uh like three four in the morning, like uh, well, because I did it all on Twitch. And then uh, three, four in the morning, I had a, there were a couple people that raided me with like big numbers, and so I think that also just kind of gave me that burst of right. like, oh shit, I just oh got a six hundred person raid, you yeah. know, like I now I got to be like back on my game and like, so it was cool, but um, but I did like I, I I made it through and like actually when I finished, I was like, damn, I could actually probably go like a whole other hour if oh I really wanted to. I was like gold, but wow, was dude, it worth it? 
It was totally worth it because it was like something I always wanted to do. Like, yeah. and um, you know, I, I had seen other people like over the years do it, with, like with records and whatever. I knew a couple of people that had done it, like in the nineties, and uh, right. But it was. It was just like one of those life goals. I always wanted DJ for twenty four hours straight, and That's uh, dope. yeah, I did it. It was, it, wow. it was pretty dope. Congrats. Yeah, did you eat? Um, well, I I would I would snack. Five five pulled up like in my first hour. DJ five and oh, he, yeah, br- I think he brought I me that. Yeah, he brought me like um um like some snacks, like some uh, peanuts or something, or like you know just light stuff. And then uh uh my girl went to the store and got me just like some little flatbread pizzas I could snack on in between. And oh my god! And then uh yeah, I just drank um I I drank water. I was sober the whole night, and then at, at ten a.m. I only had two hours left at 10 a.m. I just fucking hit that Tito's bottle like it was a fucking gallon of water. And then, yeah, and then and then I I slept for like two hours and then um, we went and hung out with like uh, Scratchy and Five and Deluxe and everybody over at uh, the scam office. They were doing the Cinco de Mayo streams and stuff. So I ended up going over there doing a little barbecue Slept for two hours. I would have slept for like 10 hours. Dude, I literally I literally couldn't sleep. I don't know what it was. I was literally just like. Yeah. Well, you're wired after, I guess. But yeah, wow, like that's I'm, amazing. Yeah. So that that was one of the things I. That's cool. Yeah. Any other things you did that you uh, remember? Nah, not really. I don't know. I guess just. Yeah, I don't know. So many things happened like over that, you know. I know. Yeah. Nice. You know, one of my dogs passed, which oh, sucks. But but one thing I will say, and I know we we even talked about it, like on the last yeah. podcast, you said what are one of the things that you are grateful for during the pandemic was like being home with my dogs. Yeah. And so I was, I was able to be home with my dog when he was gone versus being like out on the road when it happened. Yeah. And feeling like you have to go and he's, yeah. So that's good. That was, I guess that was, that was, that was kind of like, you know, one of those things, but you know, it was tough, but at the same time, you know, like he lived a long, awesome life. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was kind of, there were the, Part of the blessings of the pandemic, I guess. You know, the time that we were given. Yeah. And now we're back on the road trying to make it, yeah. make things happen. So where are you headed next? I don't know. Um, but I'm doing, I do floor room uh, this Friday. Okay. Um, I still got to pull then, up and see you on there. Yeah, come through. Um, and then what am I doing? I, I'm going to be, well, so I do every year, um, but pre-pandemic and post, I've I do this spot out in Jersey on the Jersey shore Mm -hmm. called DJs Mm -hmm. and it is insane. It's like no other place on earth. It's like straight from that show, Jersey shore, like, and, um, uh, they're opening back up. And so I'm doing, uh, that gig with Travis Barker in New York Mm -hmm. uh, in May and I'm going to be close by. So I'm doing, uh, two days later, I think May 20th, I'm at DJs doing a set at the crazy, uh, New Jersey spot, um, and then, you know, I got a bunch of things coming up. I don't know. I'm in Vegas next month at Tau in June and um, stuff like that. What about you? Uh, this thir- this Saturday, I'm in Philadelphia at that new spot, Bankroll. Uh, oh, dope. Next yeah. week, uh, San Jose. Nice. Back in San Jose with uh, um, my brother Arcade and a slasher. And then, uh, yeah, doing a couple of things this month. Like I can't remember off the top of my head. I know, me too. I'm back. I'm actually back in my hometown in uh, the during Memorial Weekend doing a um, a little hotel party. And then actually, I got a little text here from. Well, here, let's check it out right now. My buddy Chris Via, he's got this new party he does out there called Chris Via Boy. Uh, Tias and Tios or yeah. Tios and Tias. 
and uh, he was trying to like get me on that weekend. Hey, dude, what would you need to book you? Should I go through your agency? Oh, Chris, I'm going to talk to you after the podcast, bro. Go through him, <laughs> but Shout out to my brother Chris Via. He was another one. Thousand dollars. He was another one, dude. I enjoyed watching Chris Via on like streams. Oh my god, love it. He still does it a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, he crushes it. So and and you're on there, but more on pop up level now. Pop up right? stuff. I'm probably gonna do one maybe this weekend. But yeah, every now and then, if you still follow my Twitch, you you know I'll, I'll do just basically just the yacht rock ones. It's only because that's all I want to play when I yeah. live stream. I don't want to play anything else. Um, and then any other stuff you're working on? I know you've been putting out these really dope edit packs. Trying to do more um, edits. I, I know I, I kind of lagged like over the pandemic. It was just like, well, what's the point? Like no one's out playing. So right. what's the point of making stuff if no one's going to be playing it? Yeah. So I've been trying to like be more vigilant on making those. And then um, um, I've done like a lot of like snippet like edits for like those mixes. And so um, now I'm like going back in and like, you know, making full edits of some of the snippet from the right. mixes and so just doing that and then you know just really trying to focus on uh um you know my uh time at home with my lady and yeah do you do are you gonna do any like tiktok dj nah i mean or, you know i did you know i did i did the one that you posted yeah, thank like you for that posting American that boy one yeah i mean a I, lot I've, of love on your instagram i've had some ideas some other ideas it's just like um i have to go somewhere and do it like i don't have my setup i'm, oh, I'm right. my, my apartment's so small <laughs> I know I should, and I should actually come yeah. here. Um, but uh, yeah, I need to. I want to do. I have a couple other ideas for some stuff like that, and like some other like little routines and stuff. You know, there's some there's some parties that I'm hoping to play like in the future. You know, like uh, Nopa Slaps is that R&B and Ribs. That's oh, one yeah. I really want to play. And I've listened to some of the really good sets like Chaos and Spider Tech, and you know, and they are they don't, they're not just playing music. They're you know doing some creative things, and yeah. I'm like that's and awesome. I love that. So it. I'm kind of like. You know, I'm like I have like a, a like a memory bank, or like I'm jotting down ideas of okay. So if I do this party eventually, I want to do these things. So right. no, it's in the works, but nice. Uh, but yeah, no, other than that, that that that's really it. Just same old thing, man. Just living and um, you know, yeah, grateful to be uh, my age, grateful to be alive, grateful to be sober, grateful you know for my lady, grateful to still be doing something I love, which is DJing almost yeah. every weekend. Right. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, you're back at it, you know, and yeah. it's dope to see that, you know. Yeah. And I think um, anything's possible, which is how we got here in the first place, you know. But so to come back after the pandemic and yeah. and be able to be doing that, you know. And, and we always have to evolve. It's like the same way we are reading the crowd, we have to read the landscape of, like, yeah. how to get booked, you know. Yeah. Um, do you have any kind of... Any other things you want to talk about? Well, I was or, curious. Yeah, yeah, I know you like ask people if they had any questions. Like, is there sure. any questions? Uh, I asked kind of late, and I let me see what I got. Um, I didn't get that much. Um, not that anything against you, but I think totally against me. Something I, no I asked kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a couple things. What was it? Well, someone people are giving you props a lot. They oh, just like cool. like you. Um, so that's nice. I like you back. I like you. You like me. I like you a lot, <laughs> mate. No, I don't know. Someone said, oh, Everetti was saying, uh, to this day, I'm still playing Bam Bam Remix. It's so crazy. Of all the things that I've made, that was the very first thing that I ever made. I know. And like, it, to me, it was just okay, but everyone still is like, I still rock that. I'm that's like, so funny. I it's know, so I weird. It's the very 12, first, yeah, the 12. first thing that I made, it's just like so Maybe weird. you got to get back in your production game. Man, you know? I, I've been wanting to. It just, it's so like, Now's the time. Trust me, like, Fortet, dude, even, baby. even like working on that mix, because like I said, I put a lot of time in that mix. Yeah. Dude, and I'll be like 10 minutes into it. My girl's like, are you almost done? 
<laughs> she's like, pay attention to me. Right. And so I'm just like, like yeah. It's take me a long time. You got to do it after she goes to bed. Exactly. And I'm just like, fuck, but when do I sleep? I don't, so know, I don't know. Never. Anyway. Do a 24-hour edit run. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something. But, yeah, no. Other um, not, no, good. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Neil Jackson was asking why you don't have TSA pre-check. And <laughs> I honestly, yeah. For someone that travels, we were joking because we were like, he travels so much and he doesn't have pre-check. But I, think I explained get it, to him how to get it and now he's yeah. going to get it. Like I said, I have clear. Clear's, clear's pretty good. Clear like, will I, help you get through. But it's a lot, just at least not having to take off your the toiletries and the shoes mm, and the, whatever. Fuck it. All that crap. Um. Stone Rock wrote me some. I saw. I saw our group I chat. We won't talk about. <laughs> I love Stone. Yo, shout to Graham and Stone because they did. He's they, asking how your tennis lessons are going. I assume you're like not taking them or some. I was. I. St- I went. I went and played tennis with him in Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova. First of all, Bossa Nova is an amazing DJ. I'm actually playing. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Two weeks from now on the 20th. Mom's bar. I'm doing Mom's bar okay. in Santa Monica with Bossa Nova. Are you about to say he's really good at tennis, dude? He is like fucking John McEnroe. <laughs> He is wow. so fucking good at tennis. Oh he's been playing since he was like ten years old. Yo, he's a fucking G. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's been giving Stone Rock lessons, and I went to get some lessons, but I just haven't made it back over there. But yeah, Stone Rock's like he's on it. Really? But I keep telling him, Yo, I'm gonna see you guys next week. And next week turns into next month. The next month turns yeah. into half a year from now. I don't know if I could keep up. I do want to get my. It's get fun, my yo. Level, I, I it's fun. The one day I did it, I was like, fuck, I need to do this like every right. day. Yeah, gotta, gotta but it's like donut, <laughs> tennis. If you eat the donut, then play the tennis, you're good. It or out. do the tennis and then eat the donut on the way home. <laughs> but uh, no, other than that, that's it, man. Not not much else. Just, you know. just. Well, you got any uh, kind of words for the DJs out there that look up to you and want to um, learn from you? Honestly, anyone that looks up to me, I truly thank you. I appreciate you. All the bookers that, uh, you know, um, before and after the pandemic that, you know, cause there were other bookers that, you know, are booking me before and yeah. then after are just like, okay, we're ready to get this back on the road. Yeah. Um, and then there's some new bookers, you know, that are, uh, fucking with me now. And, yeah. uh, you know, I got love for all you guys. I really appreciate you just, uh, you know, just believing in what I do and, yeah. you know, keeping it alive. Other than that, <laughs> I mean, just, guys just just do you like like i'm my own person y- you know you know yeah. i i don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me period yeah. like i take criticism no problem like you can tell me totally. i suck you can make fun of my weight i don't give a fuck i really don't care like i'm a happy person so yes you um are. and i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and so i feel like a lot of times i get booked on for that reason yeah because i'm just myself i don't try to be anybody else right and um I'm just, I don't know, I guess I'm, like, relatable. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I guess that would be my biggest advice. Just, you know, just be yourself. Be and yourself. Just focus on your craft and, you know, d- take it seriously. That That's always been my biggest thing. I talked about it in the last one. Yeah. If you're going to DJ, be serious about it, you know. Right. Like, if you're doing it, is a, if you're doing it half-ass, you know, just fucking do something else. Right. You know, leave, 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 leave the, uh, leave the serious DJ work for the serious DJs. Yeah. Exactly. Well, um, and we see who's serious after the pandemic, who's back out there doing yeah. it and who's not. <laughs> yeah. But, yo, shout to everyone, like, just who who did. Shout to everyone that, like, uh, that made it through the pandemic and um, yeah. never gave up and, you know, yeah. k- kept it moving. Yeah. And everyone listening, go back and listen to part one. You'll hear so many amazing stories about DJ AM and fashions, you know, beginnings and connection with Z trip. And he told so many cool stories on that episode. So and if you see it on YouTube, you can see my cool hat. True. 
cowboy hat. Oh, yes. The cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. You looked I, cool. You set yourself up. That was the beginning of Zoom and shit, too. I know. We were like talking about it. We were talking about, like, how, like, everything looked good in the monitor, but then, like, everything around us was just a yeah, fucking crusty mess. <laughs> Yeah. So. Uh, where can everyone find you? Just at um, still my main my main two places are Instagram and Twitter at okay. fashion f a s h e n and then uh, Mixcloud at fashion and then uh, I don't really fuck with SoundCloud because I always fucking dump my shit. What about Twitch? It's at fashion on uh, yeah too, right? at fashion on Twitch as okay. well. And so yeah, um, I'll be doing pop ups there. But uh, but yeah, and that's it. Um, and just look for the guy with no blue check. <laughs> mine got mine got evaporated on Twitter. No, mine did too. I, and I was like, I'm good. Well, me too. I'm like, I just don't understand the purpose of paying for it because I'm drawing, uh, like traffic to your website. Yeah. So like, why would I pay you for you to be able to sell advertisements off my posts? If somebody can explain to me and also what are the advantages of having it? I don't understand. Like I don't pay for any other social media. I pay to host my mixes on Mixcloud and SoundCloud, but Why would I post to write little things on Twitter? I don't understand why. I don't know. I don't understand why if anyone would give a billionaire eight dollars a month. Right. That's the thing. Like, why? And even if it wasn't him, like, even if just normal Twitter was like, "Hey, we're starting to charge for the verification." Why? What is the purpose? You it doesn't come I mean? with anything. Yeah. It doesn't come with anything extra. In plus, a, I don't even have. I have to have D E E J A Y S P I D E R. I don't even have D J Spider like I have on all the other ones. So yeah. if I could buy that, maybe I would think yeah. about doing it but i don't know the like domain names yeah right and also like uh, my whole thing is that i'm posting on there and trying to get you to come look at it so like yeah. i'm helping advertise your website so yeah. that's why it seems like a strange thing i don't for know me to pay you know you. no just anybody that does no I, exactly i'm not one of those people that shames you for doing it yeah no i'm cool i understand why people would do it i guess but i don't understand i haven't figured out a reason for me to go back and yeah, for I, me, it, it's. Uh, I figure you're. Um, I, 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 for me personally, I just figure at this point in like my career, like y- y- most people know of me already. Like the blue check ain't gonna change right. anything. Like it's not gonna. And everyone lost. It's not gonna Allie make her. It's not gonna make or break you know, anything yeah. by having it or not. And you having don't know it. who anyone is on there now. It's all crazy. Well, know? the funniest thing is when you look at comments and it's just you know it's all these like random people with like four followers with right. blue checks and I'm like all right, it's strange. It's. <laughs> What the fuck is going on with know. fucking social media? I don't know. I don't, but we're, we're trying to evolve with it, you know. Anyway. Yo, DJ Fashion, thank you for coming on. Yo, I got to tell you, I love you. I love you. Um, uh, I dropped DJ in 2007. Well. It's just fashion. No DJ. <laughs> fashion. In 2007? 2007. Well, what, I, well, okay. It's okay, though. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I called you DJ Fashion ever until right now. Though. It's okay. We'll say right. No, you used, you did it on the last podcast too, but that's okay. What? It's All right. Well, it's because I've known you since then. Nah, it <laughs> honestly, it's no big deal. But um, yeah, I just well, you know what it was. The whole reason I even dropped it to begin with is just because I wanted to brand myself as more than just a DJ, right? Doing production, doing like whatever. So, yeah. you know, but I then know. it got blurred. A lot of people don't use DJ anymore. But then some yeah. of the biggest like DJ Snake, and there's big yeah. people that do. So yeah, no, exactly, and just knows? that's that's part of their brand. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All um, right, fashion. No DJ. Yo, I love you, man. Love you. Thank you for coming on the show. Always a pleasure. Um, Tell the family I said hello. Yes. And uh, we got to get out. You got to, yeah, you got to meet my lady. Let's get up and uh, we'll we'll hit like Jones on third or something. Oh, yeah. Love it. Haven't been there in years. What happened to our sandwich spot? What? Jones on third? No, the one on on La Cienega. All about the bread? 
No. Uh, the um. What sandwich spot? What was that place? You're right. It was like potato chips. Yes. Yeah, I think they're gone. Yeah, they're Sadly. gone. I think I think pandemic did them. We we'll hit Uncle Polly's. That's the spot. Polly's is also one of my faves. So good. Yeah. yeah, that or John and Vinny's. I'm there like once oh, a week. The best, really? John, oh my Vinny's god, the greatest dude. The gem salad, the all of it, the pasta, love it. All right, we're getting out of here, guys. <laughs> we're gonna bore you with our food talk. Fashion knows all about food, so ask him about that too. So do yeah. I. Okay, twenty podcast fashion. We out. Peace. Peace. All right, shout to Fashion for coming on the show. That was a fun, hilarious, great episode. I really enjoyed sitting down with him. The last one was on Zoom, so we finally got to hang in person and catch up. Um, I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Uh, the 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.